Hello and welcome back to another episode of Destroy Digital, a digital marketing podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Asher. And I'm Mark Chen. And uh, today, what are we talking about, Mr. Mark? Spider-Man, Spider-Man does whatever a Spider-Man does. And we're talking about the mobile web. Oh, that's what you're talking about. Okay. Now, uh, now you, I guess he's mobile and he has webs, webs. doesn't he? That's right. All right. We're cool. not talking about Spider-Man. I'm no, sorry to disappoint. We're talking about, uh, this, this came up as a conversation we had the other week, um, talking about the quote unquote mobile web, mm. which, uh. I would rather, I'm just going to start off the episode by saying, I'd rather call it just the web. I think we should all just call it the web. I think that we should stop calling it the mobile web and just calling it the web because as of um, last year, I think every single quarter last year, um, the the web usage was 50-50. It was at least 50% mobile. Mm-hmm. Um, and ranging up to nearly fifty three percent of internet usage, yeah. but that's being over on mobile devices. Well, that's over twenty four hour period, isn't it? But if you have a look at at specific times, you will see. I think what what you you'll start to see is that mm-hmm. desktop usage is obviously high during work hours. Yep. And then once it's after work, everyone's on your mobile. I actually saw a graph today, which I uh, I can't. Um, I can't tell you where I saw it, but I did see it. I promise. Yep. I'm not lying. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you have to kill anybody after you tell them? Uh, we'll find out. Right. Um, so, basically, the the graph was a day, and yeah, right. it was what, what things were the most used devices throughout the day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And early morning and morning, um, early morning, uh, pre-work hours, yeah, I guess, mm-hmm. mobile phones. Yeah, right? Absolutely. Then we go to work. We're using uh, desktop computers, yep, PCs, if you will. Um, and all, you, all you Mac users, just don't cry. Don't. <laughs> um, and then in the evening, tablets. Tablets. Yes. You, you, threw a curveball at you. Oh, right. With and tablets you're, you're in the evening. You're not talking Panadine, are you? No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm talking. Um, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I do know what you're talking about. Um, so, so I thought that was interesting because, mm. and and it makes sense. It makes logical sense. Yep, yep. Because you're home, you're sitting down, you've got your tablet out, you've got your glass of wine, you're yeah, un, you're unwinding. Yeah, I get that. So, um, I guess I guess what we want to talk about in this episode is what is the mobile web in the old school sense. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my gosh! Yeah, I remember those days. You had to come. I remember have, having, you know, to brief um, my web designers, web, uh, yeah, my web partners to code a whole new website. Yeah. It's a whole different website just yeah. to run on the web. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So, um, obviously, with, uh, with new modern, I couldn't even say new websites. With a standard website these days, responsive hmm. development and design is... It's, like, it's, a give, it's, it's a given. given. If, yeah, you're not yeah. do, if you're not doing it, you you you're you're like you're like a decade behind. Um, and, and I don't know. Well, one of the reasons we came across um, 
a website that wasn't mobile responsive. I can't remember which one it is, but mm. um, I was just a little bit surprised. <laughs> just a little bit, to say the least. <laughs> um, um, you see this quite often, especially for legacy businesses, you know, who 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 don't really, have not really had um, much experience on the web. They've had a, built a website in the 90s because someone told them to. You know, they've built and then they've maybe had a new website in you know in the early two thousands because someone told them their old website's broken. Yeah, yeah. And now it's like, oh, what what do you mean mobile? You know, our client our customers aren't on mobile. Yeah. So but it doesn't matter uh, whether like, your customers are on mobile or not, because they will be. Well, yeah. Well, well if they aren't already, they will be, isn't it? Yeah. Um so that's basically and they used to do they used to put like the the mobile version of a website like i know there are some websites that still do like facebook and youtube but mm-hmm. that that's with good reason yep um the amount of features that are different cuz it's essentially a mobile app their mobile website oh absolutely and yep. their and their desktop, um, desktop is it's a desktop app yeah, mm. is they're basically apps. Yeah. So they're so they have so many different features that um, on the desktop just wouldn't be feasible to put into mobile browsers because of um, you know oh, bandwidth just, issues, wouldn't it? You like you, sometimes well, some of the, the coding brow- doesn't just even the, work. Yeah, yeah, just the browser itself wouldn't be able to process it. It would just crash it. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Yep. Yep. <laughs> um, uh, that, that's that's something that I've come across uh, recently about um, about mobile apps or mobile web the mobile web uh, responsive websites right? yeah. responsive websites is that um, Google's pushing towards um, going really light yes yeah so yeah whatever you can strip out of your mobile site or your responsive site so the fancy anyone that's asking their web designer to code hard code a spinning cursor on their website stop (laughs) they need to be shot anyway so um but yeah like basically uh one of the things that google uh looks for is page load speed Mm. um and Mm. also there's their tools to assess its mobile what what's it called mobile accessibility oh yeah um so there are things like that that are um tools out there to double check that sort of thing Mm. um and so i guess the one of the things that people started doing and i'm i'm just wondering if um i'm just wondering if the listeners understand what uh responsive design actually is that's a really good one um because i i talk about it as if i assume everyone knows what i'm talking about yeah we don't know what you're talking about half the time chris so maybe now might be a good time to tell them what a responsive website is. Okay, so basically it's the same page and as the screen gets smaller, the elements on the page rearrange themselves so that they uh, tend to usually stack so they respond to the screen size essentially. Yeah, it's mostly screen width, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's usually done based on width and... Um, it depends on the site. I've I've done ones that have had to do both, which was, oh, yeah? yeah, that was a that was a challenge. That was a fun challenge though. It was a horizontal scrolling website that was responsive. I remember this. Was this um was that that online publisher? 
No, no, this was this was different. This was more recent. It was for a what was it for? Um, like skin fake tanning and stuff like products. Oh right, okay, right, yep. Uh, so anyway, yeah, but usually usually it's based on the width of the screen because people scroll all the time. Mm. Which brings me to another point. And now I'm just going to go on a rant as a web developer, if you don't mind. I'm just going to hide under the table for a minute. The fold does not exist on the web. People will say it needs to be above the fold. There's no fold, ladies and gentlemen. I had to break it to you. If you can't see it right now, I'm high-fiving Chris twice. (laughs) (laughs) It's, um, so the fold, okay. Okay, here we go. I'm I'm taking my hat off. Um, rolling up, rolling up my sleeves. I'm getting up on my soapbox. <laughs> All right, you go, Chris. All right. <laughs> so the fold is from print. Um, is a print terminology, I guess. Is that the word yeah. that I'm trying to use? Yeah, yeah. And in and in the old days of websites, was scroll. You know, you you didn't have many scrolling websites. No, well, you know, I mean, literally every website scrolls, but like I think people weren't really so used to the the concept of scrolling in yeah, the early yeah, days. Yeah, that's right. Um, I'm in fact a bit of an anecdote here. Um, the you know when Google first tested out their search bar, the testers just kept staring at the bar and going, and the and the testers were going, "Yeah, you can type in now. What now? Waiting for the rest of the page to load." Oh, okay. Yeah, because it was just white with the square <laughs> yeah, bar. Right with the bar. I'm like, oh, what, what? That's not a website. Yes, it is. So, um, so basically, almost every single person, when they jump on a website, if they can't see what they're looking for, the instinctual thing is to start scrolling. Oh, uh, yeah. Look, we've been trained really well by Facebook and everybody else, isn't it? Yeah. Like, yeah. We just, yeah. You're, you're, that's what you do with an app. So, um, when things are. I, I I tend to think about how high up on the page do you want like the more important it is the higher up on the page. I don't wor- don't worry about like whether you have to scroll or not to get to it. Right. The most important thing at the top of the page and then the least important thing at the bottom of the page. Yeah, that makes perfect sense. It's 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 that simple people. <laughs> that was me still on my soapbox. Anyway, um, and the same thing goes for um, responsive design. Yeah. You open a website, it loads on your phone, you start instinctively scrolling up and down. Yep. Um, yep. And I think it's it's things like Facebook and Twitter and stuff like that who have really trained us to go, oh, you just get to a site and scroll yeah, immediately. Mean, like your Instagram feed is one big scroll, isn't it? Yeah. So... Um, I don't know where I was going with that, but stop talking about the fold when it comes to the internet, people. <laughs> That's it. Was, That's my rant for that. <laughs> um, well, do we mark this up as a... Do we? Oh, this could be a segment. Oh, Next time we'll do Chris's it. Chris's soapbox. Yeah, Chris's soapbox. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll just come, come across jaded. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. All right so, what, let's, let, that's one thing that I really want you to d- demonstrate. Because mm-hmm. you showed this to me last week and it blew my socks off. Uh, I, I want to get to that in a minute because cause there's a few things that I want to talk about first, unfortunately. All right, sorry, sorry, folks, you're just going to have to wait. This is worth it. <laughs> See, we strategically planned that to keep you listening. <laughs> um, 
So the next thing that I wanted to talk about was mobile apps, right? Because oh, yep. a lot of people, a lot of businesses, they they often say, we need an app. And they don't they don't sort of go they don't explain why. Do you know what I mean? They they yep. just go, look, we need an app. Yep. Um, our competitors got an app. We need need, need an app. <laughs> well, yeah. And maybe you do. Maybe your business does need an app because this is more becoming what the mobile part of the mobile web is is the app development. Yep. So when we talk about the web, we're talking about websites. And now mobile with smartphones over the past however many, 10 years or whatever it is, mm-hmm. um, app development's become just a part of everyone's life. Well, I mean, the whole Facebook, the Facebook app on your phone is an app. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that makes me, I just, I just wrote down the question, mobile apps, do businesses need them and what should they provide? All right. I'm going to throw a bit of color onto this as well go for it if you're a business and you want an app but you have no idea how you're going to get the app into the hands of your customers you don't need an app there we go that's that's in a nutshell i I couldn't have said it any better personally yep i read your mind chris yeah like if if there's no reason for your or or no way to get that onto their phone which would be that they'd need a reason for it to be on their phone which would mean that you'd probably have to have a pretty large online audience in the first place. Yep. Then you don't need one. Um, yep. And a lot of businesses are doing just fine without an app. Yes. So if you do want your service or your website or your on what online store to show up on a mobile, what do you do, Chris? You search for it. That's what I do. That's right. I and, search. And you make a website that is mobile responsive. Yep. Um, did I sound like my dad there? Yeah. I did, didn't I? I know your dad very well and you sound exactly like your dad. All right. Hi, dad. Um, so, the yeah, the, the mobile responsiveness, obviously, as we were saying before, with the Google's tools and stuff, uh, affects your rankings. Mm. That's one of the things, one mm-hmm. of the many, many things. Um, I don't feel like I need to preach the importance of mobile responsiveness, but, um, I think you already have. Yeah. I I feel like I have. And I, I think if you're listening to this podcast, you already know, you know? Um, so that's why I wanted to talk about, um, I guess what's next. Like we've, we've started with, we've started with, um, desktop computers, then, uh, the screens start getting smaller and smaller and smaller. Yep. Um, we had WAP sites for, for a <laughs> while. Remember those? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and so now we've got these little computers with little screens in our pockets. Um, they could fly us to the moon and back. Yeah. And the logical step, I mean, you got the smart watches, smaller screens even. Still. Oh, yeah. That's right. That's right. Um, um, and now independent of your phone. Yeah, also independent of your phone. Um, so basically, the way I see it, the technology is phasing screens out because mm. now we've got, uh, and we've had it for, uh, we haven't in Australia, but the US with Amazon um, have had it for about three or so, three more than three years. 
Um, they've had the the those little those little dudes in the little boxes. What's her name? Alexa. That's it. That's um, right. And in Australia, we've got Alexa and uh, or the Amazon Echo and the Google Home smart speaker. And especially with uh, Google releasing the smart speaker and the virtual uh, the uh, Google Assistant. Mm-hmm. Uh, search is now moving to voice. Yeah, right. And how that sort of works. Um, so voice commands are going to be the thing. Isn't well, it? not not even so much voice commands. It's just uh, the AI turns it from a command into a more natural um, conversational. Really? Yeah. I just had a conversation with Siri. It was the it was. Abysmal. Siri's the worst person to talk to. She's terrible, isn't she? Yeah, yeah. I say she. I'm yeah. not trying to be a misogynist. I mean, <laughs> my, my series of female voice. I could change that. Um, it. It's horrendous. Yeah. But but Google's AI is very good and even Amazon's is quite good. Well, that was why I was blown away by mm. your little demonstration last week. All right. So we, we were talking about it the other week. I've got Google Homes all over my house. <laughs> just so you know. Google Homes just, all over his yeah, house. Yeah, yeah, I have one in the bedroom, one in the study, and one in the lounge room. Um, I actually moved the one from uh, the study that was in the study into the bedroom and the one that was <laughs> in my garage. <laughs> <laughs> I'll explain that later. Okay, right. I was going with a bit TMI there. You know, <laughs> you're inviting us over, Chris. <laughs> uh, into the garage, one into the bedroom because I kept on moving the one from the study into the bedroom and back and forth every day, and oh, right. I just got yep. sick of it. Um, so I don't, I don't have that here with me. But um, if you haven't done it already, um, I'm going to, and hopefully. Hopefully, I can replicate um, replicate what would happen if I said the keyword, which I'm not going to say the keyword because if you're listening to this on one of those devices, you already know and I will trigger that device and I don't want to trigger the device for you. So, that's my trigger warning. Why not? That could be fun. Nah, I'm not going to do it. It would annoy me. So, I'm not going to do that to people. So, I'm going to just hit the thing on my phone um, and say... What would the question be? Um, what what's a well? Last week we tried to buy some motorcycle pants. Oh, that's right. That that would have been, yeah. Okay. Did but I just I'll, give it away? Well, no. I'll get into that in a second because um, I'll I'll try this. I'll see if this works. Can you feed a dog grapes? According to ASPCA. Until more information is known about the toxic substance, it is best to avoid feeding grapes and raisins to dogs. Whoa. So, um, basically, where it got that content, um, and that's that's what we were talking about, is uh, it gets it from, have you seen at the top of a search, you get like a featured thing mm. on Google? Yep. Yep. Um, Something that sits above your search results. Almost. Yeah. 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 When it, especially when you ask a question or, well, when you ask a question mainly. Um, so another example would be, uh, how do you, okay, here we go. How do you change a car tire? According to AA, 
place the jack underneath the jacking point of your vehicle on firm flat ground and slowly raise the vehicle. Refer okay. to your car manual if you're unsure of the jacking point location. Okay. Remove the nuts and wheel, pulling the wheel towards you with both hands. So that's Lift the spare tire into place. <laughs> Are you done? Are you done, Google? So, th so that's <laughs> that's how um that's okay. So that's the the little featured snippet at the top of the search results, um, and that's actually got a name. It's called Position Zero, and when you talk to a Google speaker, a smart speaker. Mm -hmm. Like the Google Home, you are uh, basically that's the result it's going to read back to you. Right, right. So trying to optimize your website and your content for a position zero result, right, is going to become increasingly important over the next couple of years, right? So uh, or today, even, yeah, yeah. So know. this is Google's version of going to eleven, isn't it? It's gone. Yeah. It's gone the other way. <laughs> yeah, <it's> gone, <laughs> yeah. Their their content rankings go all the way to yeah. position yeah, zero. zero. That's right. <laughs> One better than one better than one. Yeah. Is zero. <laughs> so, um, so these uh, featured snippets are for like what questions will give paragraph um, results. Yep. Uh, yep. Things like lists are uh, done for how questions. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. so what you'd do is um, you'd structure the content on your page. You'd optimize it for a certain search term. Right. right. And then the content on your page, you would put, so, uh, for example, how to change a car tire. I haven't had a look at the actual content, um, but usually it'll be step one, step two, and in maybe a bullet point list, mm. something that Google can read and go, yep. oh, these are a step-by-step -step guide answering the question, how do you change a car tire, which is something that the page might be a little bit optimized for. Right. Yep. So... Let, let's let me tie it together for 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 myself anyway. Yeah. What you what you're basically saying is that searching on a keyboard is so last century. Yeah. As you're walking around the house and you're trying to learn something, you need to do something. Oh, uh, it's so 2016. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's right. So 2016. Whereas walking around the house, going, "Hey, Google." Oh, don't do that. Now you've triggered everyone's <laughs> devices. Good work. Oh, the thing that you were trying to avoid to do? Doing? Yeah, that's <laughs> literally what I was trying to avoid doing. All right. Hey, thing. Um, <laughs> I'd like to uh, go, um, give me a spaghetti bolognese recipe or something. Yeah. So um, there are certain things like that where they'll have go-to websites and stuff, but um, things like... Uh, you know, the what questions that give a paragraph that should be at the very top of the content mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, and then followed up with um, a bit more details in the content of like like beyond the, the main answer and You're like right. put visual yep. things yep. like images and all of that sort of stuff. Okay. But have the main concise answer at the top of the content right. in either a paragraph a list of steps, uh, tables also work. Yep, um, okay. uh, the Google Home, I think, only reads the first entry in the table, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but that's in the Google search results. You, you'll you see the whole table Well, it's going to get better. Yeah. It's going to get smarter. Um, 
and also charts and images. Uh, I'm, I'm not really sure. It, it, for the Google c- c- zero position, zero results, mm-hmm. the images mm-hmm. and charts and stuff, I'm not sure how that translates to a voice Into search. A voice. But, yeah, yeah. Uh, but trying to structure your content um, around trying to get that position zero mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, for search, for voice search. Yeah. All right. So what are, what other practicalities are there to voice search? Because I know okay. you can... Well, I know you. I know you can change the lights and switch on lights in your house now just by talking. Yeah, you know, you never have to touch a light switch ever again. And for all you germophobes out there, how good is that? Yeah, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. Um, well, the other one of the other things, and we're sort of. I know we're deviating a little bit from the mobile web, but it's kind of the future of web. Like the mobile mm. web is so. You know, two thousand and ten, mm. and now we're like people are going to be like. What are you? What are you browsing on your phone for? You know, like yeah. aren't you? Aren't you? Can't you just talk to it? Yeah, you know. Yeah, and it'll answer you. Yeah, mine so usually answers. I have no idea, Mark. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't do that, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> um, so one of the other things that um, is going to become big, and it's it's gradually starting to creep in. Office Works have um, a a service associated with uh, Google Home where you can say, you know, I want to speak to... I don't mean to cut you off here, Chris. Mm -hmm. Just ask the question. Ask the question? Ah, well, that's the thing. I haven't linked my Officeworks account. So uh, when I ask for... uh, That's why I'm explaining it first. (laughs) Um, if you've got a linked Office Work account, you can talk to Office Works and add things to your basket and stuff like that. And they're working on actual uh, releasing in Australia. I think they've got in certain parts in the US, but like actual payment facilities through the Google Home and um, that sort of thing. And they've got that. They've got that in uh, the Amazon Alexa. Right. Um, so I'm I can not- I can buy masking tape. You can buy as much masking tape and and, yeah, without ever having to touch a keyboard. Yeah, or leave the house. You don't have to get out of bed. Basically, you just lay there and yell. (laughs) 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 So, but that was my retirement plan. (laughs) One of one of the things that eBay has, um, and this is something that you can actually develop using the API. So you get your you can get your web developer to look Mm -hmm. into it and. develop like an a voice app yep. i guess yep. um for want of a better term uh ebay have one and i'll i'll do that now talk to ebay okay cool that was great i think <laughs> i'll try it again yeah we can i might have to cut out the keyword okay google talk to ebay all right Getting eBay. I can get you a great price on anything. Want a price for something you already own or something you want to purchase? Motorcycle jacket. Great. Do you want a brand that's Alpine Stars, Dineza, or something else? Harley Davidson. I looked through eight options on eBay and the best deal on this item is $269.90. Need help with anything else? No. You got it. I'll be here next time you need a price. 
How cool was that? So that's uh, I had I had to use my phone, but um, you can be walking around your house and and start doing that. But that's uh, that's a you heard that it was a different voice to the Google mm. voice, and yep. you sort of said, oh, "I want to talk to this." Well, you can create an app uh, that can query your database, especially if you've got an online store or something like that. Right. So you were actually talking to eBay. Yeah. Yeah, you weren't talking to Google, were you? Well, yeah, no, yes and no. Right. Like the 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 program was programmed using the Google API and their system. Yep. Um, it's I think it's called. Oh, I wish I could think of what it's called, but that's not important. You guys can look it up. We'll put a link in the show notes. Um, it's like the AI API or something like that. Something weird. Um, that, that's a Google name for you, right there. <laughs> I should probably just Google it right now. Um. Anyway, so basically you set up all of the responses and all of that sort of thing and then you can use the API to link with your database and and query that and eventually they'll put in like a payment uh, gateway API options. I'm not sure how they'll implement that, but that's what they'll do. Wow. Okay. This has been the mobile web, you guys. Is there anything else? (laughs) That you want to add to this uh, episode before we finish up? Spider-Man, Spider-Man does whatever a Spider-Man does. <laughs>